And welcome into the Magic Weekly Podcast. Jake Chapman here with you. It is Friday, August 13th. And uh, my guest this week is the Magic out in Vegas for Summer League. Viral sensation, I guess you could say. Maybe the most popular player on the Magic Summer League team uh, so far this week. Giannis Tima joins me from Las Vegas. Uh, let's see, the Magic 1-2 and two right now as far as the Summer League has gone. There will be two more games. Giannis, thanks so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. How you doing? Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, everything is great. Uh, today is a day off. Uh, resting our minds, our bodies. Uh, so, and tomorrow is a practice day. Uh, we'll get some shots up. We'll make some cleanup offensive, offensively, defensively, and then get ready for the next one. Can you just tell me what this week has been like for you? I mean, you've you, you sort of took NBA Twitter by storm earlier in the week. Had a great. <laughs> Uh, great debut performance. Obviously, you know the look. The look plays into things. You got the marketing down, Giannis. You, you got the tattoos, and you got uh, you got the bleach blonde hair. But nobody cares if you can't play. And you've done an outstanding job on the floor as well. Uh, I mean, I'm imagining your notifications are going nuts. I'm imagining you're getting texts from all over the world. What have the last couple of days been like in your world? Um, listen, uh, for me, like it's uh, it feels great uh, that. Uh, I can be here and I can show myself. It's a, on, a, on the first point, you know. Uh, I've been working hard to get here. Uh, and uh, this year is different for me uh, because I decided to to finally not uh, sign somewhere in Europe and to be under the contract with the team and uh, then try to see how it's my chances in the NBA uh, because usually like last, like eight, my last eight years, yeah, I think of my life, I've been somewhere under contract uh, with some teams and uh, I had the, like a two, three year guarantee contracts and I couldn't get out without a buyout, without exception to go to play to summer league and all the stuff. And uh, middle of the season, I decided already that this is my last year uh, in a contract in Europe and I'm not going to sign nowhere. I'm going to go here and I'm going to try to uh, show myself uh, that I can uh, playing this league and uh, that I belong in this league. So that was my mentality from uh, from the start of this year. And as season ended, uh, I went to the Miami for training, uh, preparing myself. Uh, and I'm here. I'm, I'm glad that... Uh, I'm glad that uh, people loved me uh, the way I played. And uh, in the first game... Uh, uh, my coaches was telling me, hey, did you hear like how the crowd was cheering your name like and all this stuff? I said like, in a, during the game, it's um, sometimes you don't hear that what they exactly are saying, you know, it's just a, a cheers or boo or whatever. It's, it's just uh, giving you uh, goosebumps and you just keep going, you know. And so after the game, I start realize uh, that everything kind of went well. And uh, that, but the hard work and uh, the passion uh, that uh, that worked uh, pays off, you know. And then you just try to do my best uh, on the floor and off the floor, helping uh, this team uh, with kind of maybe my advice also, like for experience, because like for for me, <laughs> it's a super weird feeling that I'm the oldest guy in the team, though. 29-year-old rookie, I mean, essentially, yeah, and, and, but you are. And, and you're 10 years older than some of these kids. Some, you know, Jalen yeah. Suggs plays like a veteran, but it, to, to think that that you got kids that young, I mean, 
Uh, like I never, I never, I never thought like that I can tell like look at so many guys that like hey yo kid. <laughs> For me, like it's been you know uh, like always in the team. I'm being like one of the youngest, and uh, and all the time I'm like listening on some veterans, some saying, asking like a couple of years ago I was playing with uh, Vasilis Spanoulis in Greece, right, Billy, and uh, yeah, and he's he retired uh, this uh, this year and. Uh, like for me, I was like always listening, like always with a notebook, you know, something. Hey, how are you doing this or uh, how are you doing that or whatever? Like all the situations on the court and off the court. And now I'm coming here and I look at the roster. I was like, oh, <laughs> it's so quick. <laughs> like two years ago, I've been like youngest now and the oldest, but uh, that's the reality. Time flies, and uh, like I said, I wanted to give a shot here, and I this has been my dream. Uh, and uh, I work hard. I work hard for that, and uh, so I will do. I will. I will doing like I'm doing everything uh, what I can to to reach that goal. You mentioned it. I mean, the the timing was right at this point, right? For you, I mean, you were drafted in 2013 for kind of yeah. traded in 2015, but because of because of the way the Euro League and the scheduling, or the the European leagues and the scheduling and and your contracts worked. It really, this is sort of everything kind of fell into place for you to come over and give it a try yeah, um, yeah. this year. Was there a point in the, you mentioned just kind of halfway through last year, you said, you know yeah, what, I'm, half, I'm going to make the try. Uh, halfway of the season, yeah. The, the, I just I, I just had the point and I don't know what's uh, uh, what really was pushing me that way, but something inside just was telling me, hey, you need to go try, do it. And uh, this is the right time. You are experienced already, you know, basketball, you've been through a lot of things uh, and uh, you are mentally, physically ready for that. So go and do it. Why not? You know, so. Well, it's an amazing story. And I think the, you know, the amount of work that you put in and the amount of preparation and time that you put in is, it has been pretty evident. Josh Robbins wrote a, a piece about you in the athletic and about your upbringing. And I found it fascinating. I mean, you didn't start playing until, until what, 15, 16 years old. No, 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 no. Uh, I was playing. My dad is my first coach. Got it. Okay. My dad is my first coach. I was playing since I remember myself. I'm like coming from a really small city, like a town. There's like a in Latvia 10, in Latvia. Yeah. Kraslova is like a 10, 11,000 people are living there. Okay. So, uh, and my dad is my first coach and, uh, he wasn't pushing me like to the basketball though. He, he let me do everything. I was, when I was a kid, I was doing everything. I was, uh, playing soccer, uh, running on the field, whatever, like all sports I've been through, like starting from, I'm saying soccer, uh, swimmings, running on a track field, whatever. And, uh, like even uh, the boxing and all this stuff, I've been through that. But uh, the basketball took my heart, you know. And uh, like I was like, no, I want to go there. Uh, so uh, I want to, I want to stay here. I'm gonna be with dad. I remember those days, even when I was in kindergarten in last grade. Uh, the kindergarten was right next to the gym, was where the dad was uh, doing the practice for the kids. So it was a nap time uh for us and i was like hey i don't want to go sleep like i'm going to the gym like with my dad and i was jump, jumping over over uh, i don't know how to say that uh, the, fence? Like a, the fence yeah 
over that and i said like hey my dad is there i can go she said like dad was like uh, waiting for me and i was like yeah yeah go there so i was jumping over the kids was going sleep i was going to the already to the gym so but uh i played my first game uh first game of basketball i was playing with uh three or four years older guys when i was in last grade on the, on the kindergarten so uh like since uh since kim like when i was six uh i think it was first game my basketball i got but, you uh, but like till 14 i was living in that uh little city little country countryside city and i was always practicing with uh three or four years older guys because you couldn't like in that city you just there's not enough uh players people to make a team on one age you know there's no aau team there yeah so uh, <laughs> so i was just going like Okay, you need 12. Okay, I'm going to go here, you know. So until 14, I was practicing uh, and playing there. And uh, when I get 15, my dad said, like, hey, if you want to go somewhere higher, you need to move forward, you know. You you did everything here and um, you have nowhere to grow in this city anymore. So I went to Riga when I was 14, 15. So and since 15, I was living alone. And that is such a different story than than you get here in the states. First off, I think the playing multiple sports has you know when I grew up, that's what we did. We played baseball, football, our version of football, basketball. A lot of people played soccer, hockey, swimming. Now it's like if you're eight years old and you're good at basketball, you're on an AAU team, and that's all you're going to play. That specialization. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of coaches will tell you the best athletes are the ones who had your experience, who have those diverse yeah, because, Is that did that help think, you? You think? I think, yeah, because this is ability of um, uh, learning your body to do multiple things, you right. know, to adapt. Uh, like in soccer, you need to more footwork. You need to all this stuff, you know, in in boxing is the same thing. In swimming, it's improving your your different abilities. And like for me, I'm like also not pushing kids, you know, to, hey, I'm playing basketball. You need to play basketball. Like my kid is like now doing everything except basketball. Mm. He's saying basketball. My dad's playing basketball. <laughs> yeah, he's got it covered, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but the thing is like, it just need to come. You know, I'm like, you cannot push. You cannot push uh, your kids to do something. That's I'm glad that my dad didn't uh, do to me too. You know, with my mom and. They was just okay. He's doing something. It's great, you know. He have fun. That's great. And uh, end of the day, I stick with the basketball. So, so take me back to that that sort of time period because I I know you didn't. It's not like you had access to NBA basketball very frequently. I think Josh wrote that you that you watched tapes of Jordan uh, as you yeah. were growing up and, and those Bulls teams. Who did you look up to? Were there American players? Were there uh, international European players that were sort of your idols or, or, or kind of your benchmarks, guys you watched and followed and, and hope to emulate? Uh, so I'm going to a little clean up the, the last interview. Uh, I had uh, not till 15. I didn't have access to the uh, Internet or something. It was like uh, on a 15, I was already in basketball, like with, with my all head and body. Uh, but uh, around uh, seven, eight years old when I was like a first 
two, three grades, it was the time that I started getting those tapes from my dad because he started understanding that I'm like kind of getting involved with the basketball. Right. And uh, he was starting me showing the games. And like, for me, it was something new. You know, I the only thing I could watch it was like Latvian League on the Latvian TV or some national team games. I never been able to watch like some NBA games because like it was when I was seven, eight years old, it was like I didn't have like a Wi-Fi or Internet. I didn't know nothing about mm. that. So that was getting somewhere, uh, some uh, DVD tapes uh from the games and we was watching together that and uh like like i said there like he knew already the results because uh the games he watched them before or he saw somewhere before but he was i remember he would like he was putting uh 92 and 93 finals uh of uh bulls and i was like oh yeah i i love this guy and was like to the uh, i i love him like because his personality, his his uh, his charisma of the game, is how he was playing. It was so amazing, and uh, time uh, time has going farther. Like I was like getting more involved in basketball in the NBA, and then uh, then the time was that everything was start developing pretty fast. You know then. Uh, I remember when I was like 12 or 13, I got my first uh, computer. And then I was like watching all day, all night long. Yes, like, wow, this is different world, you know, and that you get those posters. I had like in my room, I don't know, uh, maybe if you go to my social media, I um, actually, I was in Latvia in my hometown, in uh, my room this, uh, this year with my, with my boy. Uh, with my kid uh, Christians, and uh, I was there with him, and I was looking around. That uh, it was like I don't know, like two on three meters, like uh, the small, small room, and all the room is covered with the, some posters. Still up there? Uh, it's still the same way. It's still same way, and uh, with the with the NBA guys, there was a Kobe, there was a Shaq, there was like all of the players and the Latvian league guys was there, and ice hockey players was there because like I was just in sports like it was like my number one you know addiction were there international guys who you said if they can make it then then I might actually have a chance was there a point where you said I can be a pro I mean obviously if you're 15 16 and you, and you move to Riga you're, you're already sort of getting there but were there guys that you looked up to uh European specifically who you said Boy, I, I know where that guy came from. It's a similar background as I have. And if he can make it, then maybe I can as well. Um, listen, for me, it was like I kind of wasn't looking up that much on somebody like specific. For me, it was like uh, always in my career was like going step by step by step. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, when I was 15, 16, I first time I get to the national team, you under 16. and uh, it was the year then I moved from Krasnodar to Riga. And uh, for me, that was like, oh, really? I made that like national team of Latvia. Wow. Okay. It's good. It's I, that like for me was like a first, uh, first point like of my, my understanding that like I made the right decision to move here. Okay. So let's go farther. So on under 16, I was like a 12 guy in a team. And then 
after two years we had under 18 and I was already starting five players. Mm. So um, I was just keep going and I was understanding that this is the my my spot and I did the right choice and uh, just keep go- keep working, keep doing and uh, everything going to be fine. So for me, it was like kind of not, I wasn't like looking, like I said, to specific players. It was kind of for me just trying to push myself and uh, to said, I can do that. You know, I want to be there. I can do that. We had Evan Fournier here for a long time, and he talked about when he left home at, I think, about the same age, 15. Were you alone when you left? When you yeah, yeah. Got, I, was, I mean, how, I was what was living, that like? Uh, it was first year was not first. I said uh, half of year, first half of year. It was tough. I was going on the weekends, taking the bus, and I was driving like a four hours to the home. Mm. Uh, but uh, then like... Time was going and uh, I was more getting adapt and uh, they're like, you know, the, with all this situation in city, it's a big city for me. It was like, I don't know how to explain, like, culture getting, shock. That's, that's what like, culture yeah, shock. like, like getting uh, to New York, you know, <laughs> I was like, what's yeah. happening here? Yeah. So, uh, and, but uh, it was just, I had a good, uh, good, like, relationship with other guys who was living there was having fun and like a lot of to do there I have school I have practice actually when I was uh, at nine not nine but 10 11 and 12 grades I had uh, practice before the school 645 on Mondays Thursdays uh, and Fridays and then I did a school and then after the school I uh, did practice with the team it was perfect spot, a perfect like uh, fit for me because I was living like uh, how to uh, explain like I had a school, and by the school we had like a really great uh, sport complex. Yeah, like a that, campus. Uh, like a campus, and you were, and then on the second floor of that campus there was the rooms, and I was living like basically in a school. It's like college. It's campus. like a university. Yes. Yeah. So I was just waking up in the morning, uh, like six thirty, wake up. Go pra- practice 6.45, school starts at 8.10. And uh, the director of the school was letting me delay first lesson for uh, 10, 15 minutes. And I had like a really good relationship with him. He was watching my practices in the morning and uh, he was really enjoying and seeing that, you know, the kid comes from that far away to Riga alone. Then he do the workouts before school and all the stuff. He was, he was tough school though. It was tough school. It was really, it was a really good school. And uh, he was always trying to help me out. Sometimes, you know, when I was late or I missed some exams or something, he was, uh, he was really covering me up, you know, and uh, giving uh, everything what I need. So it's been great spot for me. And, uh, after that, I was start playing already. After 12th grade, I was starting. In the 12th grade, I signed my first uh, professional contract. Wow, that is, I don't. I won't tell you what I was doing in 12th grade, but I wasn't signing a, <laughs> a professional contract. Um, that's for sure. Um, all right, so let's fast forward. So here you are. It's obviously a, an opportunity you've been looking forward to um, for for a long time. What would it mean to you to to make to make the Magic roster this year? Sorry, the internet was uh, bad. I, I said, I said, what would it mean to you if if you get that last roster spot? How 
how big of a, of a life change. I mean, you, you've got a life that's pretty well set. It seems like you've got a pop star, Ukrainian born Russian wife. Um, you live in, yeah. I think in Miami part-time and then I'm sure you've got residences across the pond as well. It seems um, like that this would, that this would be great if you make the roster, but if not, you're going to go back to, to a pretty good life. Uh, listen, uh, yeah, but uh, for me, uh, this is like been goal like since 15, you yeah. know, and uh, I, if I wouldn't believe in myself, I wouldn't be here. Uh, so uh, like uh, why, why I should come risk, you know, do something crazy, you know, not signing and all this stuff. But this is like, this is how I live. You know, that's, that's what I said. Like uh, you need sometimes sacrifice something uh, that, uh, when I'm going to be 50 that I can look back and say, Hey, mm. you need to do this. Like you need to trust yourself. You need to go and do whatever it takes. Like if it's your goal, your dream. So go chase it. You know, there is no, there's, there going to be a bumps on the road, you know, for sure. But just get up and move forward, you know? So uh, we'll see. I, I don't want to, talk about my future like uh what's how how it's gonna be and some like that but um if it, this happens uh, dreams come true and on that point is like uh i reach my one more step and just you don't know what's happening next you know because i have uh, i have a goals in my life uh farther away than uh after the the signing contract in the nba i have a goals uh, to do something more in that league so hopefully hopefully we'll get next step and uh, then i'm gonna look for another one what do you think you need to prove you got two chances left uh, in vegas and then obviously um you, you'll go from there but you've showed sharp shooting you showed toughness you showed defensive versatility would you say that those are kind of your your calling cards um as far as out on the floor and what are you hoping to prove in these last two games oh uh, listen overall i'm like i'm always been a team player um, uh, that's how I have uh, learned my live my life. You know, it's how my parents teach me. You know, it's the most important is family. You know, and uh, when you step in a court, uh, like when you step in the gym, you have another family there. You know, basketball. This is a team team game, team play. Like you cannot win uh, championships without having like all group of guys on the same page. Uh, like all coaching staff on the same page. It's like a family. You stay by each other's covers their backs, you know, no matter what's what's happening. So uh, for me, like, I just want to get to make every player better, uh, to to get better. Like basketball for me, like I said, is a team play. And uh, if the team is playing together, uh, it's impossible to stop, you know, no matter what kind of offense you run or, or defensive sets you know, or whatever you're doing, if you are on the same page. So uh, everything should be fine, like I said. But uh, what can I say uh, for me in this group of guys, what they have now in the uh, summer league team, uh, I like that uh, they're listening also sometimes in my like suggestions and uh, how to do the things uh, in different way. Uh, because uh, a couple guys was like, hey, can I talk to you like after the game? Because like uh, I need your advice on a couple of things and, and and all this stuff, you know. So uh, 
it's been great uh, for me since far, like with communication and uh, giving advice and um, just cheering up on the, on the bench guys and helping them out, you know. So uh, I'm gonna do whatever the team needs to needs uh, needs for me, you know, to get this victory. Like if you need a guy who's gonna stay in the corner shoot the trees, I'm gonna be there, you know. If you need a guy who's gonna jump up after the ball or uh, get somebody's bag, I'm gonna be there. So. Uh, it's hard to say, like, you need to just uh, read the station, like, and what the game brings, I'm going to be on that. What surprised you? Has anything, did you expect one thing and get another at all, uh, just with the with the Vegas Summer League process? Uh, actually, not uh, really that much, because, like, I played already mm-hmm. uh, in Vegas. I knew the, I knew what's, uh, what, what to expect. But the, the one thing I can tell you that is uh, we had really uh, really good uh, group of guys, amazing guys. Because like summer league, it's been like and just run, shoot. You know, you do on your own some things and all this stuff. And then like uh, I hear some thing, some guys are talking like, hey, they was playing together. You know, they were sharing the ball. They was like covering each other. You know, they was talking and all this stuff. It was like a real like a like a team play, not a selfish, you know, and all this stuff. So uh, I think this is, this, uh, I wasn't expecting to be that good, but I'm proud and I'm happy that it's like that. All right, let's uh, let's talk about the fun stuff before I let you go. Uh, okay. The TikTok with the Lambo and the suitcase out the window, nothing's going <laughs> to stop you from getting to the gym. Whose idea was that? Because that cracked me up. <laughs> Actually, I saw, uh, I saw something similar on uh I don't know the TikTok or the IG, and uh, there was a funny thing that I was going to the to the to the market after the practice to get some groceries, mm-hmm. and I uh, went there inside and I bought like bunch of stuff. You know, when you go like I'm like guy that I'm gonna take and to not come back tomorrow. You know, right. but always, but always you will come back tomorrow. It's it's, <laughs> it's crazy. So I took a lot of stuff and I came out. I was like, look, I was like, oh, I'm with the Lambo. Where I'm going to put that old stuff. <laughs> so, and uh, after that, it was like, okay, let's let me, let me do something, uh, something like interesting, something uh, more familiar with me. Like I didn't want to do it with the groceries and all the stuff. So I did uh, with the, with the basketball practice and suitcase. Yeah. Okay, so but the Lambo, I mean, look, I, I haven't even been able to think about potentially owning one of those ever in my life, nor will I ever. It's not very practical, though. Like you can't you can't bring the kids. I don't think right when you go out. In this. No, so basically, it is you, it gets you it, to and from the gym very quickly, and that's about it, right? Yeah, and not really comfortable for my size too. <laughs> I was gonna say that too. You're what six seven, six eight, six nine? Six seven, yeah. How do you fit in that? Not thing? really. Not really good. Nah. <laughs> do you know Don't um, buy. <laughs> have you ever talked with Martin Gortat? No. He played with us. He's Polish. Uh and he played with us. And he but he was the same way. He had he had every every toy you could have, Lambo, suicide doors, the whole thing. And he always would get in trouble because he would talk about how he would speed around in central Florida. And he's taller than you, 6'10", 6'11". So I never quite understood how you guys fold into those cars. But what is your, what's your garage look like? How many of those bad boys do you have? No, actually this, this is the the rented car from my friend. Uh, (laughs) So I was just, 
enjoying, you know, just changing the cars and I uh, just wanted to see, but I know that, that uh, it's not, not my car for the future, you Got know, it. because not, not super comfortable for me. So no, yeah, I would go with an SUV or something a little bit bigger to fit your size and the kids. Tell me a little bit about being married to an international pop star, uh, Anna Sotokova, your wife. I think she has like 5 million Instagram followers, Ukrainian born, very popular in Russia. And I guess, all over Eastern Europe. I mean, that's got to be, that's kind of, I mean, is it kind of nice that you as a professional basketball player are the second most famous member of your family? You can kind of, you kind of <laughs> chill a little bit. Uh, no, it's, it's great. Like for me, uh, like I don't look on her like that, you know, right. For me, she's my wife. So uh, I'm super like, super excited always when she steps on the, on the stage and sings and uh, when she do all all her stuff that uh, makes her happy because I know how much that's mean for her because I know how much means basketball for me yeah so uh, so in that point I really understand her and this is her life and uh, her like uh, addiction and her like love and all this stuff you know she's just enjoying every minute on the stage so I'm really proud of her, like uh, how she do her job and how she works with the people, how she talks, how like couple was like on the 6th of August, I think she released it, her new album. Uh, and and then it, it's now on, in Russia on the, on the first place in the top charts for the album. So I'm, I'm super proud of her. Cool. And as the thing, like uh, we kind of, pushing each other to do a couple things, you know, let's go. She's like, Hey, maybe I'm not on the right way. I was like, come on, your album, the first chart, you are doing great, you know, so keep doing. And uh, we kind of impressing, uh, like motivate each other to do couple when you are kind of already trying to give it up. Like uh, we're like, Hey, no, you're on the right way. Just keep mm. going. It's a little bump. Let's go keep fighting. Let's go and doing this, doing that. So we're, supporting each other and uh i mean that's that's how it's supposed to be in a family i think yes that's powerful that's um that's that's awesome that's really cool to hear um last thing because you always see athletes want to be musicians and you always see musicians <laughs> who want to be athletes so a can you sing at all and b can she hoop at all <laughs> no that's why I <laughs> no one knows that that's that's why that's why i did i married her because i cannot sing you know but it was a dream <laughs> so at least somebody in the family sings and somebody in the family hoops so we are set <laughs> exactly exactly the kids will have that balance um yeah thanks like so much this has been really uh really a pleasure for me um continued success best of luck it's already been a great week out in vegas you've made a whole lot of fans uh, it's been enjoyable watching you and continued success into the future. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate your time. Thank All right. You. Absolutely. There he is. Giannis team Jake Chapman here with you. It's been the magic weekly podcast. We're back next week with another edition. Uh, until then be well, everybody.